I'm so I'm so ready for us to get this new mixer set up. This, Man, this is, this is out of control. This I'm is, so sick of it. This is I'm rough. sick of this primitive technology, Ed. I'm sick of it. Do you hear me? We use, sick of it. We're using like that. Uh, we are using two t uh, tomato cans attached to a string attached to a USB cord and then we to record into. And we upload it through smoke signals. And we upload it through smoke signals it's, and birds. Yeah, like, this is the work we do for y'all. This is fucking idiotic. What kind of dopes are we? Why don't we just get some regular tech? Jesus! We some broke dopes. We are broke. We're broke and unemployed. Yeah. Well, one of us is unemployed. I mean, I guess temporarily. I'll be, I'll be joining you soon. Well, yeah. Yours was by choice. Mine's was not. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take. With Ed and Aaron. Let's get into it. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 2020. 2020 up in this bitch. The year of vision. The year of hindsight. The year of opening up your third eye. Yup. All that. How many times have you heard that, that so far? <laughs> I... I started hearing it like around December 30th and I was over it yesterday. I think I might be a trendsetter on this because I said when he who shall be not be named was elected, I said, I think in 2020 we'll all have clearer vision. I, and I posted it on the Facebook. Did you? I did. It's time stamped? It is. All right. Well, you, you can own that then. I can. I'm, can I'm, that it's then. probably going to show up when, uh, I guess, November of yeah. uh, this year. So you I'll, post that memory. Just I'll go ahead and so post like, that. So no one can say like, oh, you saw this yesterday. Like, no, I thought about four years ago. Four years ago. I was up on that. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a forward thinker. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, how was your new year? Um, I new slept years. through it. You did what? I slept through it. I just like, I, I had some chili. <laughs> some chilies? Chili. No, just chili. Oh, just like I, I actually chili. made chili. In a crock pot. Is that you know your tradition I mean? for the new year? No, I just, that's what was on the menu <laughs> at my house. New I Year's that. chili. Ed's New Year's chili. What's no, in Ed's New Year's? Let's not call it that. Do you put beans in your chili? Yeah. I thought that was like against the rules in Texas. Is it? I think so. I didn't read the rule book. We'll figure it out. I'm sure someone will tell us. <sighs> since, I, since our I, commenters. I don't know if I want to. Our audience has been very outspoken lately. I don't know if you've noticed this, and they seem to want to just tattle on everything that we do. So go ahead, tell us: Do beans belong in chili? You jerks! <laughs> I don't. I think like I said I missed that rule, but I, I missed that rule of it. But. What else you put in it? Beef? Yeah, of course. Actually, it's turkey chili. Turkey chili? It's turkey chili. Yeah. Did you uh, put what onions? Yeah. Cayenne pepper. Yep. Chili powder. Yep. Salt. Yep. Black pepper. Oh, uh, tomato paste. I mean, we're giving, yeah, but we're just, I, I, we're essentially just like giving a chili recipe at this point. <laughs> so, no, I what, had makes chili. It, what makes it Ed's chili? Is because Ed made it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I just said, like, it was just, I didn't make it for Thanksgiving or, or for that's, and that's like Dan Snyder now. <laughs> 
I didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make it for New Year's. It just happened to be in my fridge, and I was hungry, so I ate it. Like that was the way it happened. Yeah. It was, okay. Like, I ate it, and I fell asleep at like eleven something, and then I woke up. It was like one. I was like, oh, it's New Year. Maybe you could make that a tradition from here on out. Yeah, it's not that big. Is that important? Well, that's how you make a tradition important. You have to continuously do. It. You have to pass it on from generation. That sounds like a lot of work. To make chili? No, just to have it make it for New Year's. Just be like, oh, no. I got to make this for New Year's. I got to make sure I make chili. What if I don't want chili? I think, I think chili is always acceptable. I think you can always have chili. When do you not want chili? Like if somebody offered you a when bowl of chili. else. But I mean, like, are you ever going to turn down chili? If I'm hungry for something else, maybe. No, you never turn down chili. If somebody offers you a bowl of chili, even after you just eat and you're like, would you want some of this chili? I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. I think a spoon, maybe, but at the whole bowl. So yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Just like a taste, you maybe not want the whole thing. Maybe so a I'm cup. Make a whole batch of chili. Take a spoon right. and just go to sleep. Let me put it to you this way. All right, chili on the coldest day of the year in a bread bowl. Are you saying no to that? Yeah, but I'm not eating the bread bowl. That's just too much. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying right. it's in the bread bowl. Are okay, you saying no to fine. that? No, you're right. I'm not I'm saying though. That's right. delicious. That's food right there. Like that's when you talk about food. Like, a lot of y'all out here talking about food, and you really ain't about this food life. You ain't really had food until you had chili in a bread bowl. That's all I'm going to say. So how, was your th- how was your New Year's? I keep saying Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on a dance night or <laughs> shit. Like, when I saw that clip, I was just like, <laughs> he owned it so much, though. He was just like, before I do anything, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We're in January. <laughs> he, 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 the break. <laughs> his confidence. Do you think that was just because of like everything surrounding his organization? I don't know. That he can't get away from Thanksgiving because people keep bombarding know. him with thoughts of like, oh, you celebrating Thanksgiving. I don't know. But he was so confident, just like say, first of all, hey Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so like He's owned it. He like as if it was yesterday. Like I was like, is it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like I questioned myself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when someone says something like that to you, you're just With, like, oh, like somebody comes up to you and it's like, oh, happy Friday, and you know in your heart of hearts it's Thursday. You're like, oh shit, it's Friday. You, you start check getting your like, check your calendar. You start getting excited, and then you look at your phone. And you're like, oh fuck, it's still only Thursday. This person's just wrong. He said it with so much gusto. He was just like, yo, first of all, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was like, damn. No, I wish I could go through life with that much confidence. I mean, when you have that kind of money, you can. Yeah, but also when you're just a straight-up asshole. That too. That too. So, uh, yeah, how was your New Year's? It was good. I uh, I also spent it at home. I had to work that day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh let me just run you through my new year's eve real quick um i woke up Mm -hmm. at 4 a.m as i normally do to go to this work place that i used to work at and um i went through my entire day well okay hang on let me rewind so the previous night The previous night, my manager sent me a text message. He was like, hey, can we meet tomorrow after your sessions are done so that we can talk about some stuff? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, It was going to be a half day for me, so I would have been done around noon. And uh, this is the previous manager that told me that I had bad energy and all this kind of shit. 
And the only time he ever met with me was just complain about some shit that I was doing, whether it be the socks that I was wearing or wearing a hoodie or, uh, you know, um, uh, the exercises that I was instructing people to do. This so kind when, of thing. So when you're in a meeting, it's just like, this isn't good. I know one of two things is going to happen. I know, I think either this is going to be like a year end review that he's doing for everybody or mm. this might be the day that I get fired. Okay. Um, because what else could there be? Like, there's been really nothing else going on. And then that morning before I head out, I send it, I get a text message from him saying, hey, we're not doing a team meeting today because we usually have team meetings on Tuesdays. Not No team meeting today. We're just going to do the individual meetings. And I was like, all right, interesting. He only sends that to me. Usually he sends that in a group text, but this one's directed only to me. But so, okay, red flag number one. <clears throat> Go throughout the day. I noticed that he's not really taking any meetings with any of the other trainers that are there. Red flag number two. Okay. Now, there was a huge gap in between my clients and it was a huge gap in between with his clients. So there was a time where we could have met in between clients, but we didn't do that. He wanted to make sure we met after all of my clients for the day had been seen. Red flag number three. So we get to the end of the day. He says, like, let's go. Let's have this meeting. And I said, all right, great. Here we go. <clears throat> I sit down. He sits down. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good, man. How are you? He's like, this is going to be a tough conversation. And then, Ed, when I tell you, he gave me this longing, romantic look like I had just sailed off at sea and he was going to miss me. I'd known this guy for six months. We're, we're not even close. He says, we're going to have to let you go. New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve, and he tells me this. I'm like, cool. And I get up, and I leave. And he's like, you don't want to talk about it? Nope, sure don't. That's okay. I understand. I get up. I go to the other room. I grab my fanny pack. I grab my keys. I unhook one key. I unhook the other key for both locations. And I, uh, I put on my hoodie, <clears throat> and I walk out the door. And this guy decides that he's going to follow me outside into the parking lot and walk to my car with me. And he says, I really don't think that this would be a good idea for you to just leave without talking about it. And I said, you really don't have to do that. Wait. Okay. No. A good idea for who? That's my thing. I don't know. It's like, it's not a good idea for you to walk away. Like, you're firing me and I'm leaving without incident. This is your best case scenario. Oh, it was the best case scenario. Like like I didn't I didn't I didn't flip over a table. Nope. I didn't knock over a phone. Nope. I didn't kick like uh I didn't kick a um desktop computer. And I didn't even raise my voice. There are all these weights everywhere. I could just throw it into something. <laughs> I didn't Dude, do any of that. I could have raised some serious help. And you just walked out. I just walked out. Didn't need an explanation. Didn't necessarily want an explanation because I knew what the explanation was going to be. It was just going to be, we have a problem with you. It's going to be womp, 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 womp. <laughs> That's what the explanation is. It's going to be that. Yeah. Um, but he's following me and he continues to tell me that um, it just comes down to team cohesion. Womp, womp, womp. And first of all, I didn't know that cohesion was a word. Like I thought... 
cohesiveness was a word, but I didn't know cohesion was a word. I mean, it's a word. It's a word, but it's not a word that you use commonly when you're firing somebody. Yeah, in that context, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? And to me, that's a fancy way of saying, uh, we didn't think that you fit in with us. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. Now, what is this? We're 12 minutes in, and we're about to make our first racial reference for the day. I'm the only black guy that works at this location. Mm-hmm. Okay. And from the very beginning, they were trying to get me to dress like them. What's wearing like them? Lululemon. Wearing Lululemon. Do, wait, they, they have a line for men? They do. They do? Yeah. As I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I, yeah. Um, so they, they wanted me to buy the Lululemon. Do you wear yoga pants? Uh, no, I wear sweats. No, I'm saying, would you wear yoga pants if they had Lululemon? Oh, like for sure. They, yeah. So they have like. Have you seen my ass, dude? It no, is saying, fucking what, I'm tight. Saying, I'm saying like. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We need a. We need a, We do need a fucking. We do need a video. Yeah. We need a video. We do. We but. Do. <laughs> okay. I'm saying like. They have yoga pants for men. Like the men wear yoga um, pants. Well, there. they call them compression pants. They're yoga pants. But they're yoga pants. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, they wanted me to do that. Um, there were, there were a couple of remarks about my hair every once in a while. What can I say about your hair? They, they just made this kind of slide comment when, uh, when we were doing the the introductory videos, they were like, make sure you do your hair. What are you going to do to your hair? Like what, what I'm saying, Uh, what can you do to your hair? Ed, Ed. No, you should have asked someone. No, Ed, you're getting red. Calm down. Calm down. Because I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done. All right. All right, so I mentioned before about the hoodie, right? I wasn't allowed yeah, yeah, to wear a hoodie. We're going to go back to that, though, but go on. We're going to go back. Right. I wasn't allowed to wear a hoodie on the floor because it looks unprofessional. Now, I'm not going to tell you if other trainers were allowed to wear hoodies on the floor without any sort of reprimand, but there were. And what else? Oh, my socks. They told me that my funny socks that I happen to be wearing today also look unprofessional, which I didn't necessarily disagree with but during the onboarding phase they made it a point to ask if i have any cool socks and would i wear my cool socks while i work and i said of course i would now i'm not necessarily somebody to think that um i'm not i'm not one to sweat the details but if someone's walking into a gym and they're asking me questions i highly doubt if they look at my socks they're going to think that i'm unprofessional if i'm speaking eloquently and i know what the fuck i'm talking about but that's just me um what else there was uh oh and then the whole thing about the um uh, the exercise instructions where the the excuse that i got the reasoning behind why i shouldn't teach certain exercises was because they look weird that's a direct quote i remember that so for for that to be the reason for them to let me go because of team cohesion that i'd they felt that I didn't feel like I didn't want to be a part of the team. Um, to me, it was a little bullshitty. Uh, they told me that the reasoning, the, the, the icing on the cake or the, the straw that broke the camel's back was that I showed up late to the Christmas party. I'm going to say it again. I showed up late to a Christmas party that I did not realize I had a time to be at because it was my first Christmas party. Now, I'm going to run this through you because this happened. You remember the day? I remember. So the Christmas party started at 6 o'clock, 
right? You mm-hmm. and I, we record every Saturday at three, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I thought if I go, I record, I can run home, shower, boom, head to the Christmas party, Never. and I'll get there roughly at like at the latest 6.15. I remember that. As I'm driving to your place mm-hmm. to come to record here, he says to me, gives me about a two-hour advance or maybe a two-and-a-half-hour advance notice, hey, make sure you show up to the, the gym at 5.30 so that we can make sure we're good to go for the party. And I say, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it that early. And he says, please make sure that you do. Now, in my head, when someone says we need to make sure that everything is good to go, I'm thinking we need to finish setting up, maybe you know, move some stuff around, get ice. I don't know, whatever the fuck you do for the final touches for the party. Now, I am not party ready. Right. I do not. I need to shave. I need a haircut. I need to go home and change and shower and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I hang out with you for a little while before I head on over to the party. As I get to the party, everybody's already good to go. Lights are up. Decorations are up. Everybody's fully dressed. I walk in. I'm like, uh, do we still need help setting up? And he's like, no, we did that earlier today. I'm like, well, then why am I here? Yeah. Why am I here right now? If you don't, if there's already people here, you're here, the owners are here, the people who are working the party are here setting up. Why, why am I necessary to be here right now? I didn't say this, but I'm wondering it because I told you I was going to be, it was going to be hard for me to show up that early because I wasn't going to be ready. I could have been ready at six, but I wasn't because I had to deter my, my route back to the gym. So, that was on Saturday. That Saturday. The previous Friday was the staff Christmas party. Uh, it was a white or a secret Santa party. And I did not know where it was. Nobody gave me the instructions to where it was. Nobody told me the, uh, the address. And I didn't go because when I finally got that information, I was already on my way home and I was hot. I was mad because I sent out the text message. Hey, where is this place? Where are we supposed to be meeting at? I didn't get a response until 30 minutes later. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll just go home. I'll see you tomorrow. No big deal. That was their reason. That was their final straw for them. <clears throat> for them to fire me. The best part of our little stroll with my former supervisor was this quote where he said, we consider this us granting you a blessing for you to find something that you truly can excel at. He said that to you, Doug. It's a quote. He said that to you, It's a quote. And that's just generally how these people feel about themselves. He said that to you, Doug. They don't think that they can do no wrong. Wait, where were you when he said this to you? Were you in the parking lot or you were just like- I was in in the the parking lot. I didn't say anything to her. I didn't say anything back to him. I just asked, the things that I said to him, I, was, I, I asked him, so the reason you're firing me is because I was late to a party. And, uh, and he, tell, he told me there was, they had documents. They had documented incidents of me, I guess, being uh, indifferent or whatever. I didn't ask. Um, and he didn't tell me. And then he said that thing to me and I was just quiet. I got in my car and I left. And that was it. The next day, was it the next day? No, it was the day after. It was the second. I get texts. A text? I get a text from- About what? Well, from the girl I used to work with, the, uh, the second in command. Okay. 
Do you want to guess what the text said? I don't know. The text I said, even, I don't know if I want to know. The text said, Happy New Year, Aaron. Oh. I'm sorry things didn't work out at blank, but I truly hope that this is your best year yet. Oh. They want you to shoot the plate. That's the thing. It's so patronizing. No, here's the thing. It's always like when people, when disgruntled employees come back to their old place of employment and shoot the place up, people just think that they're crazy. I'm just like, and and situations like this, it's like, y'all are asking for it. Yeah. It's so patronizing. Bro, like, I don't understand. The fact that you didn't put his head through like one of those car windows. I mean, it was tough. It was tough not to just like. It's considered it's a blessing. Bitch, I can't eat. Yeah. What the fuck is a blessing? Happy New Year. Go fuck yourself. How about that? How am I, how am I get lunch? How am I going to get, how am I going to fucking. Motherfucker. Seriously. <laughs> like, what are you, like, what are you, a butt, bitch, I, uh, I will kill, I'll take away and beat everyone in this bitch. I would beat the shit out of that. What are you. Easily. Why would you come at me like that? I don't like know. You, I don't know mm, what it, I don't know what it is about that oh where people God. feel the need to do that kind of thing in order to make themselves feel like they're they're right or they're they're above it. But I don't need to hear from you right now. You're the last person I need to hear from. I don't need a fucking happy new year text from you. Okay. I responded back. I was like, hey, would it would it be okay if you could send me just a I want an itemized receipt. I would like an email with all the reasons why you guys fired me. And she was like, well, I don't really, I don't really have anything to do with that. And I was like, but you had a hand in me coming on to the team, right? Like you had a hand, like they asked for your opinion on whether or not I should join the team, right? So I can assume they asked for your opinion on why I should be kicked off the team. Isn't it not right? So she told me I need to ask so-and-so, my supervisor. And I, so I did. I said, hey, send me an re- email. I want all those reasons why you, uh, why you kicked me out, why you fired me. And he's like, if you, if you want to talk about it in person or over the phone, I'd be happy to do it. And I was like, no, I'd like an email. They want you to murder them because they, they keep asking you to come in in person. Here's the thing, dude. They want you to murder them. Texas is a right to work state. Yeah, it is. So I don't really have much recourse for a, uh, a wrongful termination case from what I understand from talking right. to uh, our lawyer buddy. I just want to know, was it anything I did professionally? Was I ever really, was I ever habitually late? You know the answer to that, though. That's the thing. You know no, the answer I know to the that. answer to that. I yeah, know the answer so, to that. Yeah, so, I mean, why are you? I just want, I want to, I want to see them say it. I want them to have to type it out so that they can look at it and say, these aren't really a good enough reason to fire no, somebody. No, they, they don't have, dude. They like, got nothing. You know that. But I the thing is, that. like, don't. Don't chase. Don't go on chasing that shit. Don't go chasing the waterfall. Yeah, don't even know it. Like you're there, you know that they don't have any. Reason He's gonna stick to these rivers shit. and lakes that I'm used to. Stick to the river because, <laughs> I mean, you're either gonna have your way or nothing at all. <laughs> I mean, the most frustrating thing about every, that whole day was one how smug and pretentious yeah. he was. And two was that they got over on me before I was able to get over on them. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I don't know if we talked about it on here, but you and I have talked about it. I had been planning my exit yep. for a little while, but the, the stars weren't quite aligned yeah. just yet. 
Yeah. So I was still waiting for my opportunity to do that. I was actually going to try to wait until the end of this month to do that. And it just got to me beforehand. I feel that. So I feel that. I uh, I wish them all you the want, worst. You want to quit them before they quit you. I want to quit them before they quit me. I got that. I wish them all the worst. Um, I mean, I'm glad you didn't catch a charge. They're efficient for that. Like they're efficient for that. The fact, like, and when they would have you... thrown me in jail quickly. Absolutely. They 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 would have the police there before you even got to your car. Quickly, because if yeah. you see him and then you see me, <laughs> it doesn't take it doesn't take much to assume who would be guilty in that situation. I'll just say that much. I mean, the fact that you, that yeah, that like you, you he said going to let you go, and you said cool, and you walked out. Like that is literally your best case. If you're firing someone, mm-hmm. that's your best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Like if they're just gonna walk out and just leave the shit alone, like why would you even go follow them? For what? You gotta know how to read the room, dude. For what? Read the room, understand Man. you don't need to to you know give a, a a dissertation on someone's performance if they're not asking for it. Man, he was looking to get fucked up. He was looking to get fucked up. Like the fact that you could tell someone it's a blessing that I'm taking away your way to pay for rent. <laughs> how like how do you not want to die in this situation? Like how can you utter those words to me? Like this, I, I don't work this. Look, we work for a check. That is, if no one is getting paid, no one will work anywhere. I hate when people act like. You're working for the good of the team, whatever. I'm working for a fucking check. If you're not paying me, I'm not fucking here. Now, I could like my coworkers. I could like what I do, but I'm here for a fucking check. So when you take that check and tell me it's a blessing, I have every inclination to just like fuck you all the way up. Yeah, I reserve every right to fuck you up. Why would you tell someone it's a blessing to take away how you pay for food? To take away your way of life. This is a blessing. Yeah. Consider it a blessing. Consider this, consider, consider this ass whooping a blessing. Consider a blessing. He said, consider a blessing. You didn't put his head through a car window. Yeah, because listen, there's that old meme that runs around like some of you have never been punched in the face and it really shows. I'm starting to think nobody's ever really whooped this guy's ass. Absolutely. And it shows. No, it. Because look, for you to talk out your side of your face like that to another human being, to someone a, who's. It's a blessing. Uh, dude, and I'll, I'll put it to you like this. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. There was never a single point where I felt like he felt like we were equals. Full stop. Now, mm-hmm. he may have been a supervisor to me, but we were both trainers. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. He knew a lot. I know a lot. He never once asked me for my opinion on things. He never once asked me to show him anything. He never once asked for me. He never just tried to pick my brain on things. And because of that, I did not return the favor because... If you don't want to just sit and rap and discuss and shoot the shit, I got I got nothing I really want to say to you. I don't want to talk about fucking fishing. I don't want to talk about cars. I don't want to talk about the rockets. Like, I hate small talk. Talk to me about some shit that we can actually vibe on. Same. Then we're there. Mm-hmm. But he never saw me as an equal. Mm. That's fine. That's totally fine. Because in reality... Dude's arms are small and his chest is skinny. So what the fuck can he really say to me? Oh, yeah. Well, one more question, though. What do they want you to do with your hair? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was just like a snide comment or if there was some sort of undertone to it. But it happened more than once. I don't. 
like I'm looking at your hair now. I don't see what you could. What you want to do with it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's not like you're not buckwheat. Like no. I don't get what they want you to do with your hair. Like, I don't get. I don't know. It's. Don't it know. seems pretty. It seems fairly camp. Like I don't. Listen, it seems like you. It seems. It seems. It looks washed. It looks. It is washed. And I'll it tell you what, washed. that Moroccan shampoo and conditioner that I got is the <laughs> fucking shit. I love it. It yeah, is so, fantastic. What they want you to do with it? Hey, man. Listen, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you what they can do with it. They can suck a dick. <laughs> well, that took about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk now about David Stern. Man. Rest That's in, crazy. May he rest in peace. Yeah, man. That's crazy that like we Jan, was it January first? I think it was. Man, like right into the new year. Right into the new year. And for all of the shit David Stern did about enforcing a dress code and not wanting players to have tattoos and straight backs, he did a lot for the NBA. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, I think in hindsight, you have to look at what he did for the dress code. I think that we weren't there yet. Like it was kind of like he was trying to grow a league because we mm-hmm. gave him a, I, I gave him a lot of shit for the dress code thing and yeah. stuff. And I was and like when I think about it now, it's just like I don't know if we're ready for just the full on NBA individual like in individuality of NBA players. I think it was kind of something that we were like ushered into it. Like we're kind of like kind of spoon fed a bit. Yeah, and then we kind of took it all in. I mean, you could make a case that the reason why we have the NBA fashion show before the games now is because David Stern enforced players to dress up and not just wear whatever they wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to take a little bit of the good with the bad. Like we went through an entire generation of oversized suits (laughs) and and with like five buttons, with five buttons and then Tim Duncan just wearing just God knows what. Look, the thing is, I think that the dress code saved Tim Duncan more than anyone. I really think that Tim Duncan would have came in like cargo shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> I really think he would. If he would have came in there just like in Birkenstocks. Dude, is Kawhi Leonard our modern day Tim Duncan? Um, in terms of like everything, really? Like, I don't I don't think I don't think he's as Tim Duncan as Tim Duncan is. Nobody is as Tim Duncan as Tim Duncan. Yeah, but so I think I guess he's I guess he's given the shape of the league. He's pretty Tim Duncan. Sure. Yeah, I can give him that. I'll give you that. Yeah. But like Tim Duncan was, he was full on like dad mode. He was, no, he was like, he looked like he was going to go cut someone's grass when it came to games. Like <laughs> Tim Duncan looked like he was going to yell at you to th- turn the thermostat down. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch it. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Oh man, is is this going to turn into a Tim Duncan dad? I don't know. Because- Tim Duncan yells at you for keeping the refrigerator door open too long. <laughs> Tim Duncan is going to teach you how to shave. Tim Duncan is uh, going to have a fight with your mom about how long they want to stay at church. Tim Duncan has like 18 leisure suits. <laughs> uh, and Mandels. Tim Duncan is going to take you to go to uh, the Home Depot to pick up uh, charcoal and a lawnmower and seven light bulbs. Uh, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is the, one of the greatest players of all time. He definitely is. Let's not. Let, let's let's not. But Tim Duncan is also just an anomaly 
of an NBA player. Yeah, I feel, but I feel like the dress code helped him more than anyone. Yeah, for real. Because like, when you put on a suit, <laughs> you can't come in here and... <laughs> can't come in here just like that, Tim Duncan. You can't. You, you can't, can't come, come in here. You can't always with come With your toes in. out. Yeah, no, stop. Put on, we need closed toe shoes. We need some hard bottom shoes. But, all right, so back to David Stern, though. Right. <laughs> we, uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to David Stern, say may he rest in power, and... Thanks for the, the NBA wouldn't be what it yeah. what it is now without him. Thanks for shaping like, the league. Yeah, and I, he took a lot of heat for he took a lot of heat for things that like I think in hindsight he just had to yeah we had to like kind of we we had to we, we had to spoon feed these things to get to the point where we got out of the NBA. For sure, you couldn't just come in with like couldn't come in hot. You can come in hot like we wanted to. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> So speaking of coming in hot, our friends down under in Australia are hot. And I mean that literally and physically. Yeah. Or figuratively, but physically as well. Yeah. Like, because I kept wanting to say that we're coming to the new year hot. And I was like, that feels like, it feels like a poor taste. Mm. But I mean, okay. That's what we do here. We do everything in poor taste. Yeah, we do. We're Americans and we're black. So we got to make jokes about everything. I mean, we, we laugh to keep from crying. That's that's so true. I'm going to go through this thread I read on Twitter from Bodie Ashton at Man Without a Tan. Um, he says, I want to give some perspective for people not from Australia. More Aussie land is currently burning than exists in the entire country of Belgium. The smoke is causing breath, breathing problems in New Zealand, 2,000 kilometers away. Half a billion animals are dead. Eight people are dead. And I think that was on the first, and I think by the time I, I think I saw an update today where it said like 15 people are dead now. Oh. So, yeah, and that was two days ago, three days ago. So that just shows you how fast this thing is traveling. Uh, fucking half a billion animals? I was like, a billion? With a yeah, B. Dude, that's a lot of animals. One-seventh of the state of Victoria is on fire. The fire front in the state of New South Wales is so long that if you made a straight line, it would stretch from Sydney to Afghanistan. Shit. The fires are being fought by volunteers. That's the crazy part to me. There's no like dedicated firefighters on this job. Um, the Australian government refuses to discuss the fact that the, Nor- the New South Wales fires have been burning for three months and will still be burning in three months. Damn. Climate change is a, quote, political issue that shouldn't be discussed at this time, apparently. Many of the volunteer firefighters are unemployed, so we could both get a job doing this. I mean... Uh, Their benefits have been suspended because while they're saving people and habitats and homes, they can't apply for the requisite number of jobs per week. The government expects them to continue receiving benefits. Um, That's... That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they can't work, so they can't get benefits, or they're not yeah. working. Yeah, but they are working. But they're violent. Yeah, they're violent. They're just. They're just. We don't want to see our country burn. Yeah. <clears throat> the Australia. <clears throat> the Australian Prime Minister, at the height of the crisis, went on holiday to Hawaii, which his office first denied and then insisted he was trying to get home, but it's impossible to get flights from Honolulu to Sydney. I guess there's no one-way tickets from mm. Honolulu to Sydney. I think you have to cross over in, like, Guam or something. 
I don't know. <clears throat> Star Wars gets this, and it goes like your country's burning. I'm sure he's not lying. No, he's. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's not. But uh, the New South Wales Emergency Services Minister has also gone on holidays. And in the midst of this, the Prime Minister has declared that the country should take heart from its brave and courageous cricketers who are playing against New Zealand. So don't root for the firefighters. Root for the people. Root for, root for the, your, cricketers. the cricketers. Yeah. Also, while the entire country faced catastrophic fires, the cities all had firework displays. One in Adelaide, very unsurprisingly, caused a thankfully limited brush fire. Millions were spent on these, but not to pay the firefighters. Bruh, we don't even have fireworks in the woodlands. Yeah. Because there's just too much woods out there. And I remember like working out there and people would ask, like, why can we have fireworks out here? I'm like, because your house is literally built on a bunch of matchsticks. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what do you why would you want to have fireworks in the woodlands? Yeah. It's called the woodlands. It's in the name. Yeah, like literally everything in this land will burn. The devastation in Australia right now far exceeds the Amazon fires or the California fires by many orders of magnitude. And there is no expectation that it will recede for at least several more months. In parts of Sydney, breathing the air is equivalent to... Breathing the air is equivalent to a pack of cigarettes. Yikes. Public buildings have been forced to close in Sydney and the capital, Canberra, because the smoke is concentrating in the ventilation systems and it is setting off uh, building fire systems. Damn. The average temperature across the entire... This is the part that tripped me up. The average temperature across the entire country has been above 40 degrees Celsius. That's 105 degrees Fahrenheit. Australia is roughly the size of the contiguous United States. Imagine it being that temperature on average anywhere in the country from Denver to Boston, Seattle to New York. So imagine it being on average. So that means here in Houston, it would be above average because we have above average temperatures normally during the summertime. So anywhere you go, it's going to be at least like 90, 95. It's, it's like, like summer, summer all the time. All the time. Well, it's summer there now, but it's yeah. like exceeded summer. Yeah, it's right. Because it's summer, you can't breathe. Yeah, it's summer and smoky. That's pretty bad. Because no, summer here is awful. I don't want to make light of this because summer here is just the worst. And that fire front, imagine an unbroken line of fire stretching from New York to Los Angeles and then back to New York, then heading back to Los Angeles and getting at least as far as Indiana. That's the fire front in just one state. That's apocalyptic. Dude. I saw a photo. And the thread continues on, and he kind of just goes off on the uh, the prime minister. Yeah, but I, mean, I saw a photo of people, like, collected on the beach because there was nowhere else to go. Like, yeah, the fire that. had pushed them all the way out to the shore. Yeah. I saw that, too. It's crazy. It's just, like, the thing is, like, I don't... It's it's really it's it's a really bad situation, mm-hmm. and my heart goes out to them. It's like the only thing I can really like criticize because I mean I know I don't know what caused these fires, and I think that I think that the people there are doing what they can do. The people like the volunteer firefighters doing what they can do to help fight it. Like, why would you go on holiday? Oh, dude, that to like, me that is just like a sign of 
the disconnect. That's the part. Like that's the only part that because like it's a tragedy, just like anything is tragedy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like your heart goes out to something. Like it's the same. You have the same reaction that you have to any tragedy that you see. Yeah. You know, but the fact that like you have a prime minister that's there, he's like, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to Hawaii." Yeah, yeah I got it. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'll see y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna holler at y'all. Yeah, like that's just like, can you at least just I don't know, pretend that you care, right? Just act like you give a shit. Just act a like bit. you give a shit. You don't even have to give a shit. Just, just act, act like you like do. It. Just don't don't go to just go like I don't know. You can even go somewhere outside of Australia and just say like our thoughts and prayers are with just you. Just go to New Zealand. New Zealand is right there. Just go, yeah. Just go there and just chill out for a second and say like I haven't left you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, still here. I'm just prime minister and I don't want to burn up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I'm it's real hot in my house. Yeah, but like you went to Tim Duncan won't let me turn down the air conditioner. <laughs> Keeps yelling at me, <laughs> throwing throwing his mantles at me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think that there's, I don't, I just feel bad as like a citizen of the world. And when you compact that on with what's going on in the Middle East right now, I feel like a bad citizen of the world that there's just not anything I can really do. I feel kind of helpless. I mean, I know I can donate money, but with all of the different GoFundMes and charitable organizations, like you don't right. know where the money's going all the time, man. And you just feel kind of like helpless because yep. you want to help. Yeah. I feel bad because you would want help if that shit happened to us. You know what I'm saying? Like when Harvey came through and wrecked shit, it was like it felt good to see other people from yeah. other parts of the country, other parts of the world helping out. Yep. So when that kind of thing happens to somewhere else, you want to do something. You don't want to just be sitting back and be like, damn, that shit's crazy. Yep. But I don't know what it is to do. I mean, I, other than donating money. So if you can find a, a worthwhile cause to to send money to, if you can help out those volunteer firefighters, please do so. Five or, bucks goes a long way. Or just roast the prime minister. Or That's do that. Cool too. I mean, like, I mean, poor that, that takes I mean can you can you say not say roast when we're talking about this? Can you just say like the thing is like I can you not, can you try a different can you try it again? Just say something else. I was just gonna not, say flame too, and that's not oh, good either. Oh God. All right, no, let's let's move on. Season five of Power. You are practically all cut up now. Man, yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Uh, so give us a quick rundown of season five and then okay. give us your thoughts on what has been going on. All right. I think okay, so season five season five opens up with a... How's season five up again? Oh Jesus. my god, dude. You don't remember? Man, look, this show has exhausted me. It was uh it's oh it's uh, it was uh, you, you, you can help me. That's fine. Hey, I'm on, okay. Now, with I it. forgot. Hang on a second. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it, bro, this is an exhausting. Wasn't show. this the season where okay, Tariq is going to co- uh, the school? He's in Chote. He's at Chote now. Chote. Yeah. Uh, Tasha Ooh. and Keisha are beefing because Tommy and Ghost are beefing. Well, yeah, right? kind of. Yeah. Well, I think. Man, I don't. All right, all right. Hang on. Let's yeah. Uh, so let's go back and let's think about this. Let's this see. Is Power season. Um, there. <laughs> this is great. This is exactly the kind of stuff that people pay no money for to listen to. Is us half-assing? Uh, <laughs> is it half-assing? Because this show's exhausting. It's bro. it's a little half-assing. So I mean, we could. All right, here. J- Ghost uh, J- uh, James St. Patrick forms a dangerous alliance. Dangerous alliance with his brother-in-arms Tommy and his mortal enemy Kanan. Angela is inflicted in murder and oh, turns to an yeah. unlikely ally. Tasha enlists Lakeisha to protect Tariq. 
yeah that's the summary basically basically um i'm just i guess one part of it is that i'm mad about is that people hate Tariq. i don't get why people hate Tariq. that you don't Tariq. get it no because he's annoying i mean he's a little shit but most boys at that age are little shits yeah of course but yeah. he's an exceptional little shit because Is he's he? got such bad influences around him. Right. Like, so I think that the most of the heat should go to his parents. Like, there is a scene in this season where, um, of course, Arena is passed. And apparently, we learned they're twins because we didn't know that until this season they were twins. They never mentioned it at all. Which was crazy because they don't look they the look, same age I mean, which at they could, all. Right. They could be, I mean, they could be like paternal They could be paternal twins or whatever. That's fine. They don't have to look alike. But I'm saying. I but think they, she, not even the same age, dude. Like Raina looked like she was at least three years younger than Right. Her. Which I just think that you should mention it before this season that they're twins. Because they I learned about them being twins this season. So one part that got me was. She goes to buy a cake mm-hmm. from a bakery, mm-hmm. and the bake and I guess the owner of the bakery knows her, mm-hmm. and like asks, and then when she goes to buy the cake for the birthday, she's like, "Oh, have um, Mr. St. Patrick, same thing, same thing as always, two cakes for um, for for you and your kids." So here's the thing that got me is like, Raina's death was like news. Very much everywhere headline news because they Ghost had, was a, a a public figure at this. He's point. He's a public figure at yeah. this point, right? So like it's everywhere that this person's dies. So this so this baker knows every knows them that much that mm-hmm. he can spot them in the crowd, but doesn't know that the daughter's dead. Yeah. So he's just like two cakes is all like <laughs> <laughs> just being petty. <laughs> just I'm like, why would you even say that? Um, so, is this the introduction? Is this the uh? The season where we in, are introduced to uh, Tate, yeah, Rashad, Rashad Tate, Tate who, whose actual name in the show is Rashad, Rashad Tate. Tate. <laughs> Easily my favorite character on the show. Easily <laughs> the best character on it. The most memeable, the most quotable. I don't get best it. moments on the show, but I don't get why they're fucking with him. I don't get it. What do you mean? It's like because you want. Okay, so she wants to, he wants to do like a uh, he also wants to do like a Queen's Child project. Ghost so can, wants to do the Queen's Child project to remember, to, to remember his daughter. Yeah. So here's the thing: they want to remember his daughter with. So in order to remember his daughter, to do good by his daughter, he wants to make this child's project to have her name on it. But he also wants to do it by messing with another crooked motherfucker. <laughs> like, is that? Like, are you missing stuff? Like, this is what got your daughter killed in the first place. Hey, man, listen, when you're married to the game, sometimes you can't quit. Or you're just stupid. Or that. Yeah, I think he's definitely just stupid. Like, it's just... What's the point of you doing that? Like, if you want to memorial... If you want to remember your your daughter in a good light, why Mm -hmm. would you... Mr. Kruger politician, like, this is all stuff that got your daughter killed. Like, all these things that you're doing led to your daughter's death. Very you're doing the same thing to memorial, to like, to have her yeah, yeah. in memoriam. No, it doesn't I get it, make no, I get any it. sense. I got it. I get you, at man. All. I get you. It's like, what are you doing? What is Tommy doing at this point? Tommy is, oh yeah, Tommy has it. Tommy's with his dad. He's like reconnecting with his dad. Who's, yeah, yeah. And finally, I guess his dad's also like a snitch. Yeah, because his, his dad is the informant to um, 
what's his name? Uh, Sax. Saxon and um, uh, Han. The, I'm kind of calling him Han because like, I don't know what his name is. Thing. I think he's it is Han, Han from Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Han. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Now I forget his name. Han. Cho? I might Han. have been. I, I can't remember. But anyway. He's Han. Tommy's dad is a snitch. Tommy's dad is a Tommy dog. doesn't know his dad is a snitch. Nope. And Tommy gets involved with the, the Italians. Yeah. The which, is, which is also weird because like, everyone's telling Tommy, it's like, yo, your dad got out. Super early. You think that's weird? Like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> like, happens all the time. He had like a life sentence. They just let him out. You don't think it to Nah, it's cool. Don't you worry about it. It's my dad. It's fine. It's nothing to worry about. It's my dad. It's my dad. What are you worried about? I didn't worry about it's my dad. It's my dad. It's my dad. We my dad ain't no snitch. Like no he snitch. just got he got for life sentence. But he's my dad. Ain't no snitch. He's my dad. He's my dad. You don't know my dad the way I know my dad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Tommy and his dad he's are working he's, together, and he's the biggest snitch. Biggest snitch. Did he wear a wire this season? As some, I think at, at some point he did, right? I think at some point he might have. It's the worst kind of snitch. The ones that get wiretapped. He got a head. I think I wiretapped. You got wiretapped. He got wiretapped. Um, Tommy and his dad are hanging out, and uh, uh, he's and the thing is, like, his dad's asking him just these obvious ass questions, like. What'd you do with that guy? You just killed him? Where'd you bury him? That's crazy. <laughs> he's asking these like, like literally just questions that you would hear. It's kind of it reminding me of like, remember in Family Matters when Steve went to that gang and he was yeah. asking some weird question. It was like that. Yeah. It was like he's asking these obvious questions. It's like, where'd you bury him at? That's crazy. <laughs> this is my boy. You would ask what I would do it. It's like, <laughs> did you see that meme that popped up like a week ago? Of the dude, he was like texting this girl. It was very obviously a joke, but it was very funny. He was like, "Yeah, my girl's just really trying to get to know me." And then she, like, he's posts a picture of the screenshot, and she's asking him, it's "Like, so what's your date of birth? What's the street you grew up on? What's your mother's maiden name?" <laughs> I mean, like, those fucking questions that you got to get when you got to like, at like, try to get into like your bank account. And exactly, like is that kind of shit? It was that kind of shit. He was asking him just like all of his criminal history. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's not. This is my dad. He's my like, dad. There's nothing wrong with that. He's just my dad. Like, he's building a rap sheet right now. Yeah. How do you not see this? Uh, Tariq killed that cop, and he's been on the run ever since. Yeah. And Keisha and, and Tasha are teamed up to try to protect, because Tasha wanted to get Lakeisha to be his alibi. Right. And that has caused and, a riff in their friendship. Yeah, because Tasha's being like the worst. Tasha has been the worst the entire run of this show. Well, had she had not been such a fucking nag from when Ghost wanted to just get out of the game, none of this would have happened. No, let's not do that. Well, it's a big part of it. Mm, I'm putting a lot that. of that blame on Tasha because no, she was like, it. no, I'm accustomed to this lifestyle. Oh, I no. want to be able to live in this penthouse. I want to no. be able to drive this nice car. I want to be able to wear this fancy clothes. No. You better stay into the gang, Ghost. You're giving Ghost an out. I'm not giving him an out. I'm He's, just saying Ghost would have fucked up on his own enough. Yeah, he would Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm saying he would have fucked up on his own outside yeah. of the game. Yeah. So let's just be very clear. Yeah. I'm not putting the buck past anybody. Yeah, I'm just saying Tasha reinforced this lifestyle she did. upon Ghost no, she did. from the very beginning. But Ghost is the worst. Like Ghost was all Ghost was all in for himself anyway. So that's the thing. It's like, yeah, Tasha's awful, but and also that that lawyer, that lawyer. That helped him. Like I can't. If you have, if you don't know, you don't know. Silver. 
Yeah, he's the worst. He sucks. He sucks. But I will say this. He did have a Morehouse t-shirt on in one okay. of the episodes. So shout out to the, the house. All right. But like, because the thing that got me about him was like he, like he, like he came in just like, he judged ghosts. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. He said like, you're awful. But then it's like, he also liked, liked Tasha, but he did this. She did, she's a good for the same things that Ghost did. It's like, how can you hate this dude? And love this person for the same thing that did the. I'll tell you exactly why. All right, I'm, I think I know what the answer is. I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly why. All right, it's because Tasha got that fire. <laughs> she got that fire, dog. You know she got that fire too, because you know something about them girls that know how to hold that gun. They know how to make that. When you when you use a woman house for a stash, that's how you know they got that fire, because you know you can trust them. That's fair. And if you're listening to this right now, and you can hear me whispering. Because you got that fire too. Because I'm speaking on a very specific plane right now where only the ones that have that fire can hear me. So if you can hear this right now, my number is 281. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Tasha is a jerk. She's and Silver is a jerk, but he's, you know, he's caught up in the rapture. Yeah, he's caught up in the rapture. So he can't see straight. And yeah. Cost and so, him his life. Yeah, because everyone's trying to protect Tariq for killing that cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and for some reason, Kan like and Kanan's still like operating in the background. <laughs> Kanan is still alive. <laughs> for some reason, it's so fuck with Kanan. It's like you tried to kill Kanan. Kanan tried to kill you, but some reason y'all just all chilling together. Now they're it's friends. So weird. They're, yeah, like they're, they're hanging friends. out in the house. It's like y'all tried to murder each other. Yeah, but that's the game, man. The no, game it's is not. The, game. the game's the game. There's more than a fucking game. I don't want to play this game. That's a string at all, ever. Okay, so what do we think about season five, just in general? As it, as, it, as it all starts to wrap up in its. Well, there's some parts though, because like. Kanan dies. Yeah, Kanan has a Kanan very. Dies. He's a, a fucking G death. He shoots out with the cops and kills them all. <laughs> he kills all the police officers. I like he killed Tariq turns <laughs> Tariq turns on him, and he kills everyone. He kills like four cops. He kills everyone. <laughs> he's gut shot and he murders all these trained police officers. You know that that was a note that 50 said. He's like, nah, that's not no, enough cops. Here, in my mind, I, I need think to kill, sh- I need to kill more cops. And I think they shot that scene two times. Like, I think that like they was, there's a scene where he gets away and they're just like, nah. It's, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there's like, he gets they're away. Probably, he drove off. I was like, he, cause I thought, this nigga going to leave this shit. He's gut shot. Yeah. So I had to shoot out. Could have killed three, but didn't. Bleeding. Bleeding Leaking. out. And it was just like, yeah, he just got into a cop car and drove. I was like, "This is gonna get away with this shit." Yeah, he's a fucking. He's really. He really is Wolverine. He's Thanos. Like, I was like, "How?" But then, like, he bled out and crashed. And yeah, died. and he was really dead. They went to go see him at the morgue. They identified the body because, yeah. for whatever reason, Tariq was his next of kin. Yeah, and like Tom, rest in peace, you tough bastard. Yeah, <laughs> you tough bastard. Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, like, but thing is, like. The reason why I can't hate Tariq because like Tariq is not lying about anything. Because like, there's a scene where they're mad at him for what they're mad at him for um, going through his plan. Because mm-hmm. I guess no one was playing. He was like, "It's my plan." Mm-hmm. He was like, "I got Kanan. Yeah. No one else got Kanan. I did it." Yeah. And it was like he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He tells all the lie. Or he tells all the facts. He tells no lies. And if anything, 
that should have gotten him some respect with his dad and Tommy, but still, they just want to see him as a little boy. You know, what? I'm coming around on Tariq, thanks to you. I'm telling you, it's like he did, like he did what y'all didn't do. Yeah, like y'all tried to kill Kanan. He like y'all tried to lock him up. He didn't do it. Like he, he killed Kanan. He finished him off. He finished him off. So what if it? Know. What if it ends up being being that Kanan really is Tariq's father? Because I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but the hairlines between Fifty and uh, Tariq are pretty similar. They are. I'm just saying. I don't. My thing is like just I don't. Saying. I was like I don't. I just don't hate Tariq. There was also. I was yeah. There's a scene where like um they got that cake right, mm-hmm. and for some reason no one checks cakes when they're written on them. Not anymore. No. Like you just get the box and just walk off with it. So they open the cake. It's a happy birthday, Raina. It's like Raina's. But here's the part that got me. Like, so he, so he, Tariq is there for his birthday. He opens the cake and he's like, it's his happy birthday, Raina. And he could trip out. He didn't say anything. He even goes to his mom's in the room crying. Mm-hmm. He goes to his mom. He's like, I'm not tripping about the cake. It's like, he says, I'm not tripping about the cake. And, and I guess they have, they, they have words about it or whatever. And then Tariq asked him, he's like, do you wish it was me that died instead of Raina? Even if you think it should, all you have to say is no. It's the nigga's birthday. <laughs> she walks off crying. She didn't even answer the nigga's question. His parents are trash, bro. <laughs> you couldn't even tell the nigga like you want him around. <laughs> couldn't like, lie to him. You couldn't lie to him. You lied to him about Santa Claus. You lied to him about the tooth fairy. You lied to him about you not you being legitimate people. <laughs> but you could lie to him about that. His parents, like, that's my thing. Everyone wants to write, give Tariq a shot. Oh, his parents are trash. Garbage. He's doing the best of what he got. Yeah. Like, my God. All right. I'm turning the corner on him. I think I'm going to be Team Tariq from here on out. That, like, oh, yeah. And Angela, Angela gets shot. And Angela gets shot at the very end. Don't by, by Tommy. Tommy pulls the trigger and goes sees him. And he smirks afterwards, too. Oh, my God. It was so fucking campy. I loved it. Yeah, he's like, put the uh, the thing. But here's the thing, though. I'm just mad that she pushed, goes out the way. That was his bullet. She loved him. That was his bullet, though. She she was willing to die for him. But that was his bullet. You take that shot for me? Would you take that shot for me? That was his bullet. It was. It had his name on it. That was Ghost's bullet. But he was like, I was like, I got one more. He's like, I got... He even seemed like I got one more stop, and he went. And I was like, "Pop, pop, pop." So this obviously will lead to a tremendous season six premiere. Yeah, and I'm sure you can't wait for. Oh man! And by the time you finish the first half of of season six, we'll be able to watch the second half of season six, which will lead to the conclusion. Which we will have other people on. Which we will have Bobby from the Link Podcast on to discuss. discuss. Man. She's a big fan of the show, so I'm sure you guys will have a great discussion about it. I am so tired. Like, I'm just glad this is the last season. I'm so glad there's no more seasons. I don't know if I can do it anymore. No. You probably can. It's It's taxing. It is, man. It is. It really is. I'll tell you what else is taxing reading people's tweets about children on the internet that is taxing on your psyche all right here we go dateline journalists apologize for mocking appearance of blue ivy beyonce's seven-year-old daughter first of all didn't realize that she was seven years old already because it seems like only yesterday 
that she was talking about how she's never seen a ceiling in her whole life. So shout out to her. I mean, probably had a badass seventh birthday too. I'm sure. A journalist from Harper's Magazine and another from Vanity Fair apologized this week after they were slammed for having publicly mocked Blue Ivy Carter, the seven-year-old daughter of Beyonce and Jay-Z. On Wednesday, the rapper Megan The Stallion, make sure you pronounce The Stallion. That extra E is important. It's very important. Posted two black and white photos of herself with Blue Ivy and Beyonce on her Instagram and Twitter accounts. Vanity Fair film critic Kay Austin Collins responded to the tweet, quote, I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy, and I feel so sorry for her, unquote. Violet Luca, a web editor for Harper's, replied to Collins' tweet, quote, they haven't already? Luca added, or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16 a la Kylie Jenner, and we'll have to all pretend, we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich. Um, first of all, go take a look at young Jay-Z. Go take a look at a photo from, from reasonable doubt era Jay-Z. Go take, a, go take a, a, a look at Jay-Z from when he was rapping with Jazzo, okay? Jay-Z, and I say this as a completely heterosexual man, was a good-looking dude at one point, all right? And that's actually, I'll, I'll say it. He's a good-looking dude, period. All right. He is transformed into a good looking older dude. All right. He's not traditionally attractive, I'll say. Like he's not fucking um I don't know. Uh who's the who's the fucking guy from Grey's Anatomy? Uh yeah. you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. The light skinned dude. Light-skinned with dude. with the light eyes. Um fucking the actor. Is it Michael Williams? Is no, it? not Michael Williams, but we'll go with him. We'll go with Michael Williams. Uh He's not, he's not like traditionally attractive, but he bagged Beyonce. That is, that, and he also said like this, nothing ugly billionaire. He's cute. Yeah. But who the fuck are these? I almost said, I almost said the B word. Who the fuck are these girls to talk about a fucking princess look, like this? Look, I won't have it. Look, I just always, it always baffles me when people try to offer pity to the children of stars. I don't get it. It's like they are doing better than you out of the womb. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is Blue Ivy going to do with your pity? What's she going to do with it? Mm-hmm. She can't do shit with it. Like, her net worth is beyond anything I'll ever see in my lifetime. Yeah. And that's out the womb. Like she's still out of the vagina, just like winning. Yes. So what? She look. She could literally be Jay Z's face now in a wig, and she's still doing way better than all of us. Yeah. So the fact that anyone could like comment and say like I feel sorry for her, like what's she gonna do with your pity? Your pity can give her shit. What's she gonna do with that? Well, they both been moved, or they both were called out, and they both offered their uh, Twitter apologies. <clears throat> I'm sorry about the blue ivy tweet. Bad joke, and black girls in particular deserve better. Uh, some tweets should be left in drafts. Um, that's what somebody told him. And uh, Collins responded, you're right, poor form on my end. My end. Thanks all for calling it out. Um, 
And then Luca responded in a series of tweets. Sorry, I was cleaning my apartment while this blew up. First of all, sorry, you were cleaning your apartment while it was blew up. Like you were just so enthralled with your cleaning that you didn't check your phone. But whatever. No, no big deal. Uh, I said Dyson vacuums are just loud. Yeah, they're super loud. Second here. Children of famous ought to be off limits. But time and again, they haven't been. So I said something petty and have been called ugly, old, and a racist. Uh, I'm not playing the victim. Sorry that I insulted Beyonce's daughter by suggesting that she might get plastic surgery someday, like many children of famous people do. That's, that's not an a, apology. That's a backdoor. That's like a backhanded apology. That's not an apology. Bro. It's not. Here's the thing. It's just like, it's not even about me being calling you, like saying that she's a victim. I'm just saying like, just in context... Let's say this full context, like full context of what you're saying. How can you, like, whenever anyone says that they pity, like, a star, I just don't understand that. It's like they're doing so much better than you already. She's seven mm-hmm. and she's doing better than you. Like, yeah, she went to school and you do all the stuff for journalism. She's doing that. All she, all Blair has to do is just not get a drug addiction and she's fine. That's it. Yeah. That is it. So um, how can you pity them? Like you can't feel sorry for them. How? Why would you even tweet that? What were you? What were you thinking? We've been moved to the evil category, and there's no way for us to get out of it. Now you're just stupid. I'm sure there will be plenty of people responding to this, saying I'm playing the victim by no, pointing this out. Stupid. You're yeah. just stupid. Yeah. I don't think you're evil. I think you're just dumb. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense to me for you. Like, and that's not and that's that's beyond blue eye. That's like people talk about like I can't believe they named daughter Northwest. Like she's still Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's daughter. Like she's doing way better than I am. We uh, at some point we got to just learn how to just lean into the apology and just learn how to take L's. Like yeah, or just not, or just don't talk. Just don't talk about what you don't know about. Hey, read the room. Don't follow somebody to their car. After you fire them, <laughs> and don't try to give a roundhouse apology when you said something kind of ugly about a kid. Yeah, don't do, don't if you go if you don't do that, don't do that backhanded bullshit. And hey, listen, something. it goes both ways. Okay, I'll be the first to tell you. What's uh, Donald Trump's young kid's name? Um, Baron. Yeah, let's not talk shit about Baron Trump either. All right, he's like what 13, 14, some shit yeah, like I'm that. Nothing to say about that dude. Yeah, nothing to but say let's that. just be very clear. Like it goes every single direction. All right, kids are off limits no matter what. Yeah, let's say, right? unless they wronged you in some way. Yeah, unless unless your kid is uh you know out here kicking puppies and shit like that. Probably yeah. not a good idea to go after. Him. Right. All right. Kids get bullied enough by yeah. other kids. Like adults, leave kids alone. Leave like fuck, fuck kids they alone. Ain't talking to you. Yeah. Fuck out of here. That like don't talk about kids that are doing better than you anyway. Do you have an education for this week? Um, yeah. This isn't really that deep or any like or anything like super insightful, but like the world's burning. Everyone thinks like they're gonna get drafted and shit. Mm-hmm. Just want some people to keep their head up. It's gonna be okay. Like we we've gone th- we we as a people have gone through worse things. We have. Like it's like, there were some dark days that, I mean, I wasn't alive for, but I have history books. Mm-hmm. And somehow we all persevered. And I mean, this is just be our dark days, but we'll, we too will persevere. So shall it has been said, so shall it shall be done. That doesn't sound right. I mean, it felt like whatever. It's, it's, uh, uh, you have spoken. 
this is the way and other I have spoken. I have spoken. And this is the way. And any other quote from the Mandalorian. You still need to watch that, by the way. I yeah. I watch do. the Mandalorian, watch the Witcher. Okay. You ain't gotta you ain't gonna have a job soon, so you're gonna have something to do. Oh yeah, I'll have time. I'll have plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time. I wa- I watch I watch The Witcher and I'm I watched the Kevin Hart documentary show. How's uh that? it's pretty good. Okay. I like Kevin Hart. I don't I don't get annoyed by Kevin Hart. I don't, some people him, do. I don't hate him. Um, so I enjoyed watching it. If for nothing else, seeing like what his routine is throughout mm-hmm. the day. And that guy, it's not a fucking facade. Like he stays busy. Like mm-hmm. he's always doing some shit. Yeah, for sure. So check that out too. I will. Um and now I think I'm gonna start some other show. So I got nothing to do. Probably start working out some more. Yeah, I should probably do that. I'll do that. I'll do <laughs> that. Should probably stick to that whole routine too. Um well, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, shout out to Bob and Zip from No Redeeming Qualities for having us on this week. And uh, uh, what do I say? Oh, subscribe to our playlist on Spotify at State Your Take List. No, oh, God, Jesus. That's fuck. it. You got it right. Is that it? State Your Take List. At State yeah. Your Take. It's not at State Your Take I mean, List, but it's um, the name is State Your Take List. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and then subscribe wrong. to our or follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at State Your Take. It's, yeah. See, it's just like it. If I go out of order, it just throws my whole flow off, and I don't even know. She got caught with that one, bro. I like, can't do it. Man. I'm not a freestyler, man. I gotta have written. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you can also donate. We haven't talked about that in a while, but if you do, guys, if you guys do like us, and you like us enough to want to send us a couple of bucks here and there, you can click the link on the show notes, and you can toss some money our way, and it will go towards getting some better equipment and paying for our rent because we're both unemployed. We're literally like shaking the can. We're literally shaking the can. This is our job now. Yeah. We are professional podcasters because we get money from it which is not enough for us either to survive on you hear that that's the money in the can that we're shaking yep. almost full of paw alright guys thank you for listening we'll see you next week bye Amigator Productions